1: 1974 was when the killing spree began. From pastor to serial killer, Dennis Rader killed 10 innocent people. You're listening to the Hidden in Plain Sight podcast, and this is episode 1. I'm Lily.
0: And I'm Cameron. And today we're going to talk about the serial killer, Dennis Rader, otherwise known as BTK, for bind, torture, and kill. BTK was responsible
1: for 10 murders done in the most revoltant ways.
0: Dennis Rader was around 29 years of age when he claimed his first victims. On January 15, 1974, at around 7 p.m., Rader broke into Joseph and Julie Otero's household. He walked in with the family at gunpoint and forced them into Mr. and Mrs. Otero's bedroom. Raider then proceeded to tie up both parents and their two children, Joseph
1: II and Josephine. After tying them up and holding them to gunpoint, he realized that he wore no disguise and nothing to hide who he really was. So he then strangled Mr. Otero and Joseph II in a plastic bag. Since this was the first time he had ever killed anyone before, when he first strangled Mr. O'Doro he had only knocked him out. So he was shocked to find Mr. Otero still alive after he had strangled him. Then, Raider strangled Mr. Otero again, this time completing his deed. After killing both the boys, Rader then physically strangled Miss Odoro, O'Doro
0: and Josephine. After killing the family, Rader left the Odoro household and continued on with his life, as though nothing had ever happened. He went home and continued on with his everyday life.
1: Three months after BTK took his first victim, he killed again. This time, it was Kevin and Catherine Bright, who were brother and sister. At first, Raider was only expecting it for... It to be Katherine, but when she arrived home, her brother Kevin followed her in. Both of the teens put up a fight against Raider. Kevin almost grabbed the gun from him, but Raider had a good grip and then shot him in the head two times. Kevin survived the
0: shooting by driving himself to the hospital. Then Raider went back to Catherine to finish her off, but she put up a fight too. After realizing that stringing would be too hard, Raider then proceeded to kill Catherine by stabbing her in the abdomen multiple times.
1: After a hard time in the hospital, Kevin survived the shooting, but is in critical condition.
0: On April 4th, 1974, Catherine Bright becomes BTK's victim number 5. He entered
1: the home when he knew she was away because he knew her routine. What he didn't count on was her bringing her younger brother in.
0: Both her and her brother Kevin, they come into the front door and they come upon this intruder. He initially has, uh, has Kevin bind uh, uh, Kathy to a chair. And then he takes Kevin to another room and he's having Kevin get on the ground and Kevin will uh, turn and, and start to, to fight him. And ended up being shot twice and strangled. But he survived and was able to run out, um, flag down a car in traffic. When Kevin left the house later, knew he didn't have the time that he would want to have. And so he ended up stabbing Catherine Bright many times. Of course, by the time the first officers arrived, the killer was gone. And Catherine is in the hospital and she dies about four hours later. Kevin Bright was a Half a year later, the Wichita Eagle Beacon received a letter that explained crimes, crime scene details from the Otoro family killings. The evidence that BTK obtained in the envelope was a letter explaining the killings and multiple photographs. As after BTK had killed the family, after receiving the letter, the Eagle Beacon immediately sent the evidence to the local authorities so they could start a case. Then. After three
1: years of silence, police found Shirley Vaughn, 24, tied up and strangled in her home. Then again, nine months later, police found Nancy Fox, 25, tied up and strangled in her home. By this time, a voice was picked up on the tape when dispatch was called, which belonged to BTK.
0: One year after Vaughn was killed, a poem relating to her murder is sent to Eagle Beacon, the poem is mysteriously straightforward on who was killed and who had claimed to have killed her one month after the eagle beacon receives the poem k-a-k-e-t-v gets news that btk claims responsibility for killing vaughn and fox along with the news of vaughn and fox btk also states he had killed a yet another person authorities had not known about this unnamed victim then after
1: two long years of suspicion Police announced to the public that there's a serial killer at
0: large, and to be aware. The little town in Kansas went quiet. For nine years, BTK laid still, and nobody was killed. The police still found nothing on Raider. Then, after the long-awaited years, BTK strikes again. Vicki Wagerly is strangled in her home at age of 28. Then, once again, it went quiet, but this time for longer
1: for over 25 years would go by before anyone received any news about BTK, the killings.
0: Finally, in March of 2004, a letter arrives at the Eagle Beacon containing photos, of Wigley driver's license, and her body. Police link this information to BTK. After several more letters, police link BTK killer to Dennis Radar.
1: Like, you're told it, you're running these things through your head. You're seeing these violent images online, reading about these violent crimes that took place. Like, it doesn't add up. Those little things kind of click in place, and that reality starts hitting. But you don't want to accept it. Dennis Raider killed multiple people and taunted the police for 31 years. He made a small mistake and turned himself in on accident. If he had not made that mistake, he would
0: still be going on with his normal life in his second life as a serial killer. He could be living among us, no one knowing what he did to all those innocent people. Think about it. If he wouldn't have been caught, we wouldn't know about him. We only know what we find out. Thank you
1: for listening to Hidden in Plain Sight.